It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, good evening, everyone. This is Ian, and I am joined here tonight with two great co-hosts. We have Chad McLeish and we have Phil Bliss, and we're here to uplift you tonight. We're going to be talking about some great stuff, um, some things that um, each one of us have dealt with, and it's going to be just kind of like like we do every week. We're just going to put it all out there just get a chance to really share some personal things, but some practical things and stuff. And then hopefully that uh, we all wrap this up and everybody is just encouraged to keep going. So some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about tonight though, um, is I want you to listen to us and hear us out because the first time that you may hear it, you may go, Oh, I'm not so sure, (laughs) but no, we're not going to tell you to pick your toes up off the floor. We're not going to stomp on them at all. As a matter of fact, it's going to be just exactly the opposite, but we're going to be talking about yielding and repenting and forgiving. And um, we've got a scripture reference that we're going to kind of pitch the ball out there with um, coming out of Acts, Acts chapter two in uh, verse 38. But tonight on Uplift is going to be talking about yielding and repenting and forgiving. So guys, I think we got a great topic to talk about tonight. Um, One of the other things we talk about as far as Uplift is empowering. And I think that this also is really empowering for everyone, really empowering for everybody. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, we, we kind of decided on this topic yesterday and all day today, knowing that we were going to record this tonight, I've been thinking about it and, and not just the yielding repenting part or forgiving part, but just the whole thing in general. So I'm looking forward to it. And I certainly think it's going to be very empowering for others in their lives. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the whole purpose here is to kind of take that next step. And what we've been talking about for a while is just your relationship, your personal relationship with the Lord. And, you know, we want to be in a, p- a place where we're really building and strengthening that for, mm-hmm. you know, for each of us in our own situations that we encounter each day and um, the things that we'll encounter in the future, undoubtedly. And um, we just want to open the pathway to um, release his blessings and the gifts and things that he offers for us and to remove the roadblocks out of the way so we can experience him in a more, uh, more positive, better way. And, um, you know, like you guys mentioned, like, you know, sometimes it's, you feel like, you know, like when you hear, you know, yield and repent and forgive, it's just that you feel like you're being commanded or preached at, mm-hmm. but we yeah. want to talk yeah, we want to turn this to be a positive and uplifting thing to be, to offer you, offer all of us freedom um, from the things that hold us back. So, you know, it's kind of those things. Sometimes that happens when you read the scripture in the Bible. It's like sometimes you read something and it's like you almost feel like it's like, oh, man, that's hard. That's like it, it hurts to read that. But in reality, it was never intended certain things that you read like that or were never intended to be that way. And I think this is one an example of that, 
to where, you know, it's how we perceive it and how Mm. we receive the word. Well, we're here to kind of show you tonight that sometimes you, how you receive it is up to you and the, the Lord intends you to receive it positively rather than to be, um, you know, to come against you somehow. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Th- yeah, absolutely. The, the enemy so wants to give us the wrong perspective. You know, and Chad, you were just talking about that. You know, the, the correct perspective perspective is, is to understand that God is, is coming alongside of us to help us remove some of these things and help us move into the next thing that he has for us. And, and the enemy just oftentimes just wants us to have the perspective of being locked down and that's who you are. You're not going to change it or that's your past. That's who you are. You're not going to, you're not going any further than, than where you are right now. And, and this whole thing of, of what we were talking about, you know, as far as yielding and, and asking for forgiveness and repenting and asking for forgiveness, all of that is designed to, to tear off that old mm-hmm. so that, so that we're free, just like what you said, Chad, to move into the next. And so it really is what we're talking about tonight is a process of freedom and stepping into the new us and what God is continually to, to shaping us into and molding us into, refining us, um, rather than being locked in the old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you. I really like what you said there, Ian, how the enemy just wants to keep us into the in that place. And, yeah. and they do that because in many ways, they have the right to. You know, when we allow hmm. things in, in to come into our lives, when we yield to the wrong things, in a sense, we are allowing them to come in and, and bring us harm and to hold us back. Um, if I'm driving down yeah. the road in a 35 mile an hour zone and I'm doing 65, I am giving the police officer a right to afflict me with a huge mm. fine. And until I pay that fine, that afflictions there. If I don't pay it, then they can come after me. They can put me in jail. They can put a warrant out for my arrest. But once I, once it's paid, then, okay, it's gone, right? I don't have to pay it anymore, but there's still that permanent record. And I, what I'm getting at is, you know, when we sin, Jesus has paid the fine. He mm-hmm. has given us freedom from the penalty of death. He has made it so that we don't have to pay that fine. But when we sin, we still have those things that kind of are on our record. And someone can look at my record and say, you know, you were doing 65 and a 35. That's reckless driving. I'm going to raise your insurance rates. So that's an affliction that can come against me and unless that's completely gone. So when we return to the Lord and repent and say, Lord, I repent of what I've done and I want to be restored you know, forgiven, yes, because Jesus has forgiven us, but I want to be restored. I want to get rid of that. I want to renounce that. That's when we kind of break off that tie that the enemy has against us and they can't bring it against us anymore. It's been expunged, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And that's where we really find. Yeah, that's good. When we yield to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit, we repent. And then 
we walk in the forgiveness that he has for us. And I know we we're going to talk about forgiving ourselves as well, but you know, that turning back to him and I say, well, okay, yeah, I did that, but you know, I know Jesus forgave me, but I'm just going to kind of throw it away. It might still be there. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to address these things. Mm-hmm. God's saying, Hey, I want you to talk to me about this. Yield to the Holy spirit and say, Hey, I did this. He knows. So tell him you did walk away from it, turn away from it and yield to him again so that you can't be afflicted any longer. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. I, I, you know, I think about even, you know, where it talks about in scripture where Christ was obedient, even obedient to the cross. Yeah. And it's that whole point of yield, you know, that just that one first step. Um, is that act of uh, submission and surrender and humility. Those three things just really aren't our nature. Mm. You know, they, they are, they are not, they are, they are so our sinful nature. And so we have this tendency to just hold on to those things. And, and as we hold on to them, then, then that means that we can't, that our hands aren't open to receive anything else that God wants to put in them. Mm-hmm. And, and that yielding is just going, okay, I, I am just going to admit this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like what you said, Phil's like, you know, God already knows. Right. So it's just, you know, just admit it to him and pour it out and, and let him take it from there. Right. Get you it know? off your record. Yeah, exactly. Get it off your record, man. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Really is. Because if, you know, it, until that is gone, let's say I, I, I got five speeding tickets. You guys go, oh, he's a speeder. But if that's gone, you can't call me that anymore. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we heard the devil say, oh, you're a quitter. Oh, you're a cheater. Oh, you're a thief. Oh, you're whatever. Yeah, man, he's the accuser, isn't he? Yeah. He can't accuse you if it's gone. Right. Yeah. That's where freedom really comes mm-hmm. to. Hmm. Yeah, and, and we don't realize sometimes the power of our words. Yeah. You know, against against ourselves. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> That's against, right, Chad. Preach it, Chad. <laughs> yeah, against ourselves and against others. You know, yeah. even little seemingly things like, you know, I'm, I was listening to some good stuff there, like over the last few days, just, um, and, and the one thing that, that came about was like, you don't really realize you, that you almost kind of curse yourself sometimes mm-hmm. when you say, you know, like if you, if you feel in a situation and you're like, man, I'm just stupid, I can't get anything right. Well, you kind of just cursed yourself, yeah. you know? Or if you, in a moment of anger, you tell somebody else like, oh, that's stupid. Or you, you know, you, you really screwed that up or whatever. Um, I mean, we've never done that, right? Like we've never <laughs> said those things to other people. No. Yeah. Uh, Not where they heard yeah. it. Not where they heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've almost kind of cursed other people. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and so in order for us to really, you know, experience the fullness of what, you know, the Lord has for us, 
we really have to think back and, and really repent on, on those things. And it's, it's a freedom because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's one teaching that I heard that was really good was IOUs, you know, like, you know, and it was in the scripture about, you know, the master and the servant and, you know, I don't, I don't remember exactly where it was, but you know, how, how that, you know, the, the servant, uh, owed money and the master, you know, uh, wrote it off. And then, yeah, you know, that story, well, we're kind of the same way with IOUs, you know, it's like, um, you know, you might, uh, you know, you might owe somebody, you know, $12 or somebody might owe you $12, but what do we owe Jesus? <laughs> you know, the guy that died. Oh, on the, yeah. Like, you know, like we, we owe him millions of IOUs, like for, you know, him dying on the cross for us and what that meant, that meant salvation and, and healing for us and all the, the covenant, the new covenant that we've been offered. And it's like, you know, it's, that's so good, but we have to repent of all these things that we've done. And, you know, like one thing about it, Phil, I don't know, is maybe a year ago or so. I don't remember exactly, but you really taught strongly about ask the Lord to show you the things that you need to repent for, <laughs> because it's a part of your growing process with the Lord it's very difficult for us to have a good, strong relationship with him when we've got all this unresolved stuff mm-hmm. in the way. And, and you had talked about it and you'd said, Hey, you know, ask him to show you. And then you had talked about personally in your life, how that really freed you. Yeah. And I really took notice of that because I'd seen such a change in you from the old Phil, you know, that old wine skin. Mm-hmm. to the new and it's like i knew old phil and i knew new phil and it's like man like your freedom was incredible and mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing and, and your relationship with god was very drastically different mm-hmm. in a good way yeah so it's like that was very eye-opening so yeah it's that that yielding and that repenting mm-hmm. that that opens the door for us because you know, there's, there's so many things that we bring against ourselves and we allow the enemy to come in and, and, and I'm kind of teeing off Ian a little bit for his upcoming spiritual uh, warfare workshop, but we open the door for the enemy to come in against us in so many ways um, because we have these, these, uh, these ties, these things that we've put upon ourselves and put upon other people I'll call them curses, um, you know, that yeah. we've got to get that stuff cleaned up. And yeah. it's a positive thing when we do. Mm-hmm. It's a really uh, just, it just frees us from all those, the things that prevent us from receiving what the Lord has already given us, but we just haven't received. We kind of, we kind of touched on that last week. This has taken it a step further. Yeah. Well, yeah, when yeah, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead Phil. <laughs> um, it was it was God who told me to do that one night. He said, "Ask me to reveal to you what you have not repented of, or what you're still holding on to." And you know, don't get hung up on the word repent, because I felt that I had repented of those sins, but I was still hanging on to them. Mm-hmm. So you know. A lot of people will say, well, I've repented. Okay, well, there's still something there. 
take it to God, let, tell him to reveal it to you. And it was incredibly freeing and I, it changed my life. And I actually felt this incredible weight lifted off of me. Yeah. Um, maybe it was anxiety or depression. I don't know, but it was gone. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a brand new creation mm-hmm. and it is available to everyone. And then when it really sealed it for me was I read a book that basically said to do the same thing that God had already led me to do. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't need that book. I got it from God. And when the book added a lot to it, mm-hmm. um, Bondage Breaker by Neil Anderson mm-hmm. is the name of the book. I think that's, is that correct, Ian? Bondage Breaker? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, so then I read that book and then I was like, oh, well, here's a few other things that I didn't even know. You know, he lists out a, a whole bunch of things that you should renounce if you've ever been involved with. Mm-hmm. And I knew all the big ones, but there were some little things. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's just yeah. sling freedom all over the place. And <laughs> <laughs> I became a freedom slinger. <laughs> so, yeah, I highly encourage everyone to do that. Mm-hmm. because he will provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It takes care of so many things that, you know, like one you, that you had mentioned to obviously, you know, but, but giving us the freedom to, to move into the next. Um, and then, you know, Chad, you brought up that, that there's different doorways that, that we have opened or toe holds that we even mm-hmm. allow the enemy to, to have um, uh, a connection or, you know, a place for them to continue to, to have their grip or, to, to sink their talons into, so to say. Um, but by, by releasing those things and yielding, um, submitting to the Lord in, in humility and in honesty, um, it, it really shuts the door on the enemy. Not only does, does it remove them, it, it, you know, that their rights get revoked. Yeah. Just like what we talked about, you know, and, and, and so they don't have a home. They, they no longer have a place to stay. You know, they've been evicted, mm-hmm. so to say. And, and the, the Holy Spirit steps further into that new room that we've given over to the Lord. And, and the enemy can't come back into that. So it is it's just a, a sense of freedom and, and openness and, you know, joy. All of those things just they they flood in because we've taken care of those things that have that have held us down for so long, um, and in all of that, you know, our mindsets shift, mm-hmm. just like it talks about in Romans. You know that that's the transformation of your mind. You start to see things differently, perception, mm-hmm. and you start to to do things differently, mm-hmm. and because you're not that same person anymore. Mm-hmm. So it right. really is. It, it's a point of you know, this yielding is that submission and surrender, um, bringing the freedom that we need. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah. Can I give you an example, an illustration of this? Because this is what God had given to me. If, when you get a cold, there's a virus inside your nose and in your throat, wherever it is. I'm not a doctor, but it gets in there and you don't see it. But for a week, two weeks, well, however long it takes for that virus to run its course, you're not you. You're run down. You're yeah. not the same person. Mm-hmm. But once that virus gets evicted, you're back to normal. Hey, I am free again. I am I'm me again. I am a brand new person. Mm-hmm. 
And it's the same way when we evict the enemy from our lives by repenting and renouncing of these sins that we may have even forgotten that we were involved with. Mm -hmm. It's like getting rid of that cold virus. If you become a new person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, And to it, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to, I was just going to say, it's just like the same idea as well is that, you know, just because I don't see the dust behind my dresser doesn't mean it's not there. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and we all know those of us who have a deal with allergies, we all know what that dust can do, even though I don't see it. Yeah. I know it can still impact me and affect me. Mm-hmm. And, and this yielding is just really getting in there and cleaning house, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so, so it's even one of the things too, you know, talk about the, the spiritual warfare workshop. There's some things that we're going to go through and, and that we're going to, I'm going to give out to people and we're going to share about, what are things that you can walk through and renounce in your life? What are some things that you can just say, Hey, I, I've been involved with this at some point in time. And you know what? I'm going to clean house and I'm not giving the enemy any more right mm-hmm. to, to hole up in my house. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just, we're just walking through those things and just casting them out, getting rid of that stuff so that we can be more filled with the Holy spirit and produce even more fruit of what, what God wants to do in our lives and through our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was going to speak quickly to people that have had addictions and things that have harmed their body. And a lot of times for those who've had that, you know, I, I've talked, I've had a lot of um, food addictions and, and things like that, that have caused my body harm. And, and other people, you know, whatever it is, whether it's alcohol or drugs or mm, whatever, mm-hmm. we we have to repent from those things, seek forgiveness from the Lord, and then we have to forgive ourselves. And mm-hmm. we really have to pray over our bodies when we've done those things, to pray over our bodies, to pray for the, for the healing and, and that sort of thing, because it's, you know, the Lord has blessed us with a body and... Mm. We and you know to take that a step further. Number one, we need to get rid of the guilt that we've had and we carry right. that can further damage us. So you know we we have damaged our body with whatever this thing was that we've abused and put into our body. The guilt can continue that even when we stop. So you know you may have been a drinker or used drugs for years and but the Lord can heal you from that, from whatever damage you've done. But if you still carry the guilt, your body's still going to continue to degrade, you know, physically, you know, emotionally, whatever, in all sorts of ways. But as part of it, as part of this whole release and, 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 and all that we're talking about here tonight, right? don't forget to forgive yourself mm-hmm. and to, to uh, receive the healing of your body because those things are in the past. Those are things that were in your past. The Lord wants to build you to use an Ianism to, for your next. Mm-hmm. So that, that's important that people realize, get rid of that guilt of your past and seek the healing from it. That's you know, Chad, un- that's good. Unforgiveness is a, is an entry point for the enemy. 
Mm. And whether, and, and you know, we often think of unforgiveness, well, I, I'm holding the grudge against so-and-so, but you are so right. Unforgiveness of yourself is just holding that, is giving them a right to still be there. So that is so crucial mm. to forgive yourself and ask God for the healing that comes with it. That is crucial. Mm. Yeah, too. It's one of the things, and, and man, this can go so many different directions, but it's just what a great conversation, isn't it? Yeah. It, even, even with the healing and stuff and, you know, Chad, what you were talking about, you know, as far as um, yourself, part of even the practice of, of building our faith and our belief and understanding that, that our healing was taken care of on the cross. You know, it, Isaiah talks about, you know, by his stripes, by, by the beatings of Christ that, that we are healed, but even using your own hands and mm. putting them on you. Mm. This, this is, this is one of the first things that God started teaching me to do as far as healing and helped me believe that in my, and, and from my past and, 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 and removing my past from me was just me putting my hands on me mm-hmm. and just asking the Lord for his healing. And, mm. and there again, in whatever area, you know, if it's your heart, if it's because you have the thoughts that you deal with and the things, you know, you know, put your hands where the issue is mm-hmm. and ask for God's healing, ask, it, re- yield it, repent of it, and then ask for that forgiveness, even if it's for you. Mm-hmm. Because Phil, you're right. You know, so many times we, we're looking at others and we don't forgive this person or such and such a person did this to me whenever you know, those type of things, but, but what do we need to let go of? And some of it is that guilt from the past or whatever it may be, you know, it maybe it it is those addictions and and those type of things, but man, it's okay. God gave you your hands to use for healing and put them on you. Absolutely. You don't have to be a pastor or a Pentecostal or (laughs) anything like that. Anyone has the power That's right. to heal mm-hmm. through that is the Holy exactly Spirit. Because right. it's the Holy Spirit who does it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not the well, that, person with the title. Right. And, and that, uh, you know, Phil, that, that goes right into the scripture reference that we were talking about at the very beginning you know, of Acts, yeah. Acts 2.38. Yeah. You know, repent. Exactly. Pe- yeah. Peter, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that comes with it. You know, and, uh, it's, all it's that like, comes with it. Right. You know, it is. And, and it's just like, you know, we've talked about, you know, to clear out some of the stuff in this unneeded baggage that we carry, but to clear that stuff out. So there's more room for the spirit to move in our lives so that it it reflects and ripples out into everyone else around us. Mm-hmm. But it starts at home, really. I mean, so yeah. much of what we're talking about even tonight, you know, every one of us did it in the quietness of our own home, in, in our own right. quiet space with the Lord. And, and that's, you know, one of the things that I would encourage everybody to just engage God where you are with mm-hmm. you. It, mm-hmm. it starts here right with us. Mm -hmm. And once we experience those areas of freedom, man, doesn't it just excite you for everybody else? 
yeah um, of you know of what yeah. they can have yep and they don't they don't have to stay there anymore they don't have to live that way anymore but they can move into what god has for them mm-hmm. that's really good it's really, yeah. really good yeah and part of our christian walk is to remove the things that are not of god and to replace them with things that are of god which you know is the scripture the holy spirit but you know the holy spirit lives within us and it's our daily guide and um there was a really cool story this is a i'll try to make this quick but there was a really cool story that i heard last night and it talked about there was this guy who was walking through the wilderness somewhere and he had a map and he ended up getting lost and stuck in a bog and he he was staring at the map and he said how did i get stuck in this bog i was in a in the wilderness and uh somebody tapped him on the shoulder and said may i help you what was the holy spirit and and he said well i'm stuck help me the holy spirit let him out and you know and it, and it was funny because the holy spirit walked with him for a couple miles and they were back on the road and they were walking down the road and pretty soon the fellow was like oh you know i'm good like i'll make it to the rest of the way and everything like that well you know he kind of like pushed the holy spirit aside well then pretty soon he found himself stuck in quicksand he got he was off the path and he before he realized it he was stuck in quicksand and he's holding his map and he said, well, how did I get off into the quicksand? And he felt that tap on his shoulder again and said, may I help you? And he said, yes. And he said, I'm stuck in quicksand. Like, how do I get out of this? Well, it was the Holy Spirit and he let him back out onto the road again. And it was funny because they were walking along the road a couple miles down the road and the guy felt good again. He said, oh, you know, I, I've got this. He, and, he, and, he, and he offered the map to the Holy Spirit. And he said, here, would you like to, to look at my map? And, and the Holy Spirit looked over at him and said, well, I was the one that wrote the map. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't need it. I've got it. I've got it. Yep. I got it. I got it. And it was funny because it was like, how true is that? Like, we just continue, you know, to, to get our, to walk into the, into the muck. We somehow get off the road, get into the muck. But that whole, when we have the Holy Spirit with it, we got to understand that the Holy Spirit is almost as a person. It's, it's, it's our personal guide, you know, and the map, it was explained that the map was like the law, you know? Mm. So like when we rely on the map, I mean, it's very detailed, it's very accurate, but it's the law, but with the Holy Spirit, it's a living, breathing guide that guides us step by step when we, when we seek it, you know, in our lives. So it's like, you can, you can have, that law and the paper and like the 10 commandments and all, and whatever, but it's very clear in all those sorts of things. But when we have somebody being the Holy spirit living and breathing with us and they can guide us through our unique situations, we find ourselves in each day, you mm-hmm. know, in each part of the day. I thought that was really cool. That is very cool. I like that story. Yeah. It's, it's so true one. too. Yeah, it is. You know, guys, I have the worst job in the world, being the timekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Talk about not having any freedom. <laughs> no. 
But well, yeah, I, know, it's great. we could talk for hours. I know we could. Yeah, man, especially, you know, on this topic and, yeah. and you know, and we can just share, thankfully, and, and I think this is one thing too, you know, thankfully we could share story after story Yeah. and testimony yeah. after testimony about what we have seen God do and what we have watched the Holy Spirit do and how he's empowered us and, and how our lives have shifted and changed changed just because we, we have said, okay, we, we've yielded. And, and there's points in my life. It's just because, you know what? I, I have screwed it up so bad. Mm-hmm. I am so far in the muck. Or I am mm-hmm. neck deep in the quicksand that yeah. I'm like, I, I, I either, I don't either. I turn this all over to the Lord or, or we're going down, you know, and just that kind of thing. But it, that whole idea of yielding mm-hmm. and the, the submission and surrender and humility that comes mm-hmm. with that, but, but the yielding and then, and then being faced with, I mean, like, not just, I see it, but like in your face of this is what's wrong Ian. this is what is wrong. Mm-hmm. Repent, mm-hmm. turn, turn mm-hmm. from it. Don't deny it. Turn from it, admit it and turn from it. And then forgive, forgive whoever, forgive yourself. Mm-hmm and move on and, and step into the next. And, and that's, you know, that forgiveness and then the filling of the Holy spirit that comes into your life. You know, that guide that Chad, you were just talking about that, that really gives you the clarity to see the map for what it is and where you need to be and where you need to go. But um, man, we could talk about this for hours, but, but it's because we've seen God do amazing things. Mm-hmm. Follow, yeah. following this, mm-hmm. following it. And it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. We, we, we face so many things that we are not understanding. We, we fall short. We fail. Uh, you know, we, we just don't have it ourselves. So we need God uh, to show us the way we need the Lord there with us, the Holy spirit. Yeah. You know, yeah. We aren't going to, we aren't going to get it done on our own. And no. that is so okay. Mm-hmm. It is it so is. okay. Yep. That's right. Vulnerable. There are so yes. many problems in this world that are just bigger than us. Yeah. And that's okay. It is. It really is. It really is. That's good. Very, very want, good. I just want to say when Chad and Chad was on a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have Phil to, to uh, stop us. We <laughs> but you know what? That was one of the most watched, most downloaded episodes we've had of Uplift. Yeah, well, he's got an entourage. You know? <laughs> Chad Farmer's got his own like fan club kind okay. of thing. Well, we need to get them as regular subscribers. Uh, That's great. He could. Well, we need to have Chad fourth. back on. Yeah, he could be the fourth instead yeah, of Uplift say we down could there. In this little corner down yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We'd be go oh. two hours. It would turn really into a two-hour special. <laughs> During Christmas, right. we'll do a Christmas special. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's great. And great stuff, guys. Yeah. Yep. yep. It was great tonight. All right. Well, we will be back again next week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. If anybody has any um, insights or thoughts or questions, um, comments, anything, please send them in to us. Man, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to to connect um, and um, would love to hear any topics that you might have that you want us to, 
to approach or questions that you may have, anything along those lines, we'd love to hear about those. And uh, then we'll get back and, and put them on the show and get a chance to talk about them and see how God wants to handle it all. But yeah, send us your prayer requests and all of those different things. We just love to hear from you. But uh, man, I'm just so glad that you guys could all be a part of our, our time together this evening. Amen. Awesome. Thank you all. We'll see you again next week. Sounds great. Have a good night.